3: Curtis Blades, Noctocristoccus, Curtis Blades, Curtis Blades. I don't know what to do with this music, but it just made me want to say Curtis Blades over and over
4: again. Is is it the new Tommy Aspinall? Curtis Blades. No. No, 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 not working. All right. Nah. Try try and give him the rub. Try
3: and give him the rub. I mean, many, many have tried. (laughs) we'll, We'll see if maybe this performance gets it done. But Curtis Blades said, you know what? I heard what y'all had to say about me. You said the only way I'm going to beat this man is if I just wrestle him to death. So I'm just going to go out there and knock him out. And that's exactly what he did. He knocks out Chris Dukes in the second round. Wasted very little time once the action resumed in round two. And a big win for Curtis Blades. And it caps off a pretty darn good UFC Columbus event. Thanks for joining us for the post-fight show. We are live. I am Mike Hack. We got EKC Casey Lydon with us as well this time Funny. last week he was i think he was fighting or he was like
4: about to Ooh, make the walk yeah, actually, at this, this time, time last oh, we week go. no i was um i was sweating profusely backstage nervous um <laughs> i was just like <laughs> that's what I was doing that last week this week i'm chilling at home getting fat watching fights and talking about fights with you the wonderful the wonderful fans of MMA and our stream right now so thank you for being here
3: the mixing of the martial arts, yes. uh, AK will be joining us momentarily. He's just doing uh, some back end MMA fighting work, recapping Curtis Blades' big win. So he will join us to hop on in, jump into the discussion. But Casey Curtis Blades goes out there and gets it done. Shuts a lot of people up. Most people thought, including myself, that he was just gonna just kind of be boring for three rounds and then finish him with brutal ground and pound Curtis is like, I hear what you're all saying. And I'm just going to go out there and blast him at 17 seconds into the second round. So your thoughts on Curtis blades, performance did that, that And this is the big question. Does a Curtis blades win do anything for him considering the state of this heavyweight division right now, where it all stands. So the reaction to the knockout and did that
4: win do anything for him? Did it move him up at all? My reaction to the knockout was holy moly. Um, that was awesome. That was a heavyweight knockout. It was um, technical. It wasn't sloppy. Um, it, he Curtis Blades looks like a legit, you know, A level heavyweight. And, um, you know, it takes time. I mean, Curtis, wait, how old is Curtis Blades in his young 30s? Right? He's not. So he's just, he's not, honestly, he's not even in his prime yet by heavyweight standards. So I think we have to kind of just reevaluate who we think is Curtis Blades. We just got to accept that he's getting better and he's hes becoming a much more complete mixed martial artist. And the whole, you know, oh, he's just going to wrestle, he's going to wrestle. I really think that worked, that really worked in his advantage because um, I'm sure in his uh, training camp, they're smart they're like oh he's gonna we, take down defense take down defense take down defense get off our back get off our back you know that's probably like 90 percent of their camp and they go oh no no chris has the hands you know we'll just know fine tune him. but i just don't think they were prepared i don't think we were prepared as as just as journalists as viewers as fans that that curtis blaze was just gonna be like no nah, let's do this let's, let's throw hands and um he did it and um we thought Chris Dawkins was gonna be the just a faster, you no know, better boxer. Not tonight, Curtis Blades. Answer your second part of the question: Does it do anything for him? I don't know what was possible. I don't. I don't. I don't know what he could have done that would have been better than this. Honestly, unless it ended like on the first minute, and I, mean, I think the first minute would have been bad because I think if it ends in the first minute, we kind of go, "Oh, lucky shot." The fact that he got this in like the. the what, like 10, 10, 15 seconds to the second round or something like that? The fact that we got yeah, a full 17. five, yeah, we got, we got a full five minutes of him quality striking. So it wasn't a lucky shot. We know it wasn't a lucky shot. This is just him clearly being a better striker in there. And we know he's the better wrestler. So the fact that he was a better striker and with Chris Dawkins, who we consider probably one of the, we think is one of the better strikers at middleweight, uh, sorry, at heavyweight. heavyweight. Um, no, I mean, I don't, this is the best case scenario of, Th- no with no real best case scenario really out there but he he did everything he did he had the call out gone was kind of we'll talk about the call out a little bit later but um yeah um it was a perfect night for uh curtis blades uh, as perfect as it could have been i guess well we can
3: talk about the call out now because oh. <laughs> it's significant because i mean chris dock is just just tough night for him and a lot of people are saying i think the ufc just kind of brought him up too quickly. They gave him too big of a push. And, you know, listen, there's there's a little bit of truth. There might be a little bit of truth to, to that in hindsight. But the Derek Lewis fight, considering where Lewis was and where Docus was, Docus is on that nice run. Like the fight made all the sense in the world. It made perfect sense. Docus wins. You shoot him up. Maybe he gets a title fight. He gets right in that conversation. And if he loses, then Derek Lewis wins and everybody's happy about it. So, I mean, it was kind of like a win-win scenario. The bounce back with Curtis Blades tells me that the UFC just doesn't think he's going to be a title contender because that's a horrible match. It was just a terrible matchup for him. We actually thought like he might have a chance against Derek Lewis. like Maybe he can land a big shot. Maybe he can extend him. But this fight, it just didn't seem like anybody thought he had a chance to win. It just seemed like really strange matchmaking. This is like, we really need a main event. What can we do? Oh, yeah, we got Curtis Blades. Who's available? Okay, let's throw in Christakis. It just, I don't know. Was, it, was this always I, on I the card? The-
4: was this always on the card? Or was it a replacement for the main event? It, it became, it get, I don't did think. Did it get bumped up? I don't
3: think it was always in the card.
4: Yeah, I don't no, think, yeah, I think,
3: once, once it was- they lost the, the other main events, they were trying to work on something else. They tried to pull the, uh, the old rabbit out of the hat, trying to do yeah. Holloway versus oh, Emmett. Okay. And then once that fell through, for sure, they put this one together. So they had some sort of
4: main event uh I think UFC got lucky in the sense that it, it was a it was a very uh a big performance for Curtis blades because it, it kind of this fight this main event kind of kind of stunk up a really good card and it didn't so credit to Curtis blades for um exceeding True. all of our low expectations in terms of entertainment so uh yes yeah.
3: so let's talk about the call out because this is one of the this is one of the things that you need you need to Leave the fans remembering the performance, and then remembering what you did after the performance. So Curtis Blades, little passion, yeah, little vigor. I felt it. Calls I felt it. out. I wanted. I want that interim title fight. I want that interim title fight with you, Gon. And I'm like, Gon just lost to Francis, and he's going to be out for most of the year. I mean, cool. And then DC's, you know, being that little little kid on the <laughs> playground. Poking the bear, trying to—you see try that take, guy? T-
4: Where's try Stepe? Yeah, oh, yeah. Trying to take Helwani's job as the instigator, stirring the pot.
2: Yeah, Yeah. DC's that, like the Terminator. Like, like He's
4: like,
3: there he is. There's Stepe. <laughs> Maybe you should fight that guy. It's Curtis. I mean, good, good, good stuff from Curtis. I want to be just like you, so I think I'm gonna have to fight you. Like I like the line, but Stepe's like, yeah, cool. Takes a sip of beer, taking pictures with the fans. And then Curtis is still trying to like say things to get Stipe's attention. Stipe is just like okay, and then walks away. Like literally, no sold everything. What did you think of the call-outs, the post fight stuff? Not bad. It's just he. I I, th- I think DC actually screwed
4: him. If we're being I, yeah, honest. me too. I, I I think DC put him in a bad situation. He wasn't playing like calling out Stipe in the hometown, the home state arena. I guess um, it was just never gonna go over well, honestly. Especially Stipe is not that guy. He's he's, he's, he's hes not that guy. Uh, I think calling for the interim belt was a smart call. Um, being specific and wanting to fight gone, I think it was kind of off. But that's just a little detail. I mean, he could have said, "Give me, give me John Jones, give me Stipe. give me whoever." I don't know. It's like hey Francis, do your little thing, and I'm gonna get that interim belt, and then we're gonna rematch, and you know, whatever or something. But so, but, but definitely calling for the the fact that we're talking about Curtis Blades fighting for interim belt. It's a good thing. It's an excellent thing for um, for Blades because, like, before the fight, we were just kind of saying it's a holding pattern, no matter what happens. But now we're honestly talking. Is like, oh, okay, well, Blade. I don't know who Blades will fight, but Blades should fight for the interim belt. You know, so I, so I guess the more I think about it, you know, just kind of saying this out loud, I, I guess, no, great situation for Blades. I mean, yeah, it wasn't sensational call out, but he's not that guy. But the fact that there's a serious conversation, but him fighting for the interim belt, I think, is um, very good for Curtis Blades and his um, future prize fighting career. And um, we have a, another person who just called in. Who is this handsome fella? Who is this handsome Hello. fella? Hello. Can it's, you hear me? Silhouette. Oh, oh, there we go.
5: Hi. Oh, there he is. There he is. Long time listener. First time calling. Mike, I love I'm a big fan of your work. Casey, <laughs> you're okay, too. Mike, big fan. <laughs> oh, oh. Ah, uh,
3: look at that. Ah, yeah, oh, uh, oh, okay. there he is. He's
5: back. Hey, guys. Oh, guys where's guys, right. where's the poll? Where's the poll? <laughs> no, one a, no one did a poll.
3: <laughs> Why we would
5: first I, of all, I don't want to take that's their, I don't I don't everything you've you worked for. No, you guys can. I encourage everyone to <laughs> utilize their polls as necessary. That is what I say all the time. I don't want to be the only one who's, you know, doing the polls around here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, all
5: right. <laughs> I don't even know what that. Sorry, guys, I'm sorry to interrupt. I'll, I'll, let's, yeah. Uh, what were you guys talking about uh, before I hopped in here? We're
3: talking about mixed martial arts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the mixing and the martial arts. So, I mean, you have to play catch up here. So you get the two part question. Jeez. Oh, Thoughts on Blades' performance? This yeah, is more of a three part question. Blades' performance. Did it do anything for him? Grading the call out afterwards.
0: Oh
5: yeah. Well, I mean, it, I think it did a lot for him. We we kind of said before. I think we were a little bit flippant about what what you know what this could do for Blades' uh, chances. I think I think maybe because we were just predicting a kind of a five round a five round grinded out decision, like dominant but not highlight real worthy. Like this was awesome. This was a highlight real knockout. We talked a lot about he's, how he's improved his striking, and like obviously you don't want him to get away with what brought him to the dance. But against an opponent who, you know, he's so heavily favored against, it, I think it was smart of him. And also he's a good grappler. I think it was smart of Blades to kind of show that, yeah, look, I, I've been working with boxing. I'm working on, on my all-around uh, all around striking game. And he looked great. He looked really good in the first round. It wasn't the most exciting round, but it was a clear 10-9 for uh, Blades without even the hint of a takedown. He said afterwards, of course, my wrestling and my opponent's awareness of my wrestling is what you know kind of helps my striking. Mm-hmm. It slows them down. I think was the phrase he used uh, exactly, and I thought that was like a perfect description. It's it's very true. He's well he's well aware. He's not you know is he a out there? But he knows that his striking right now is good enough plus his wrestling that he's legitimately a top four you know top four top five guy in the division right. So yeah, I thought the performance was great, and and he proved us all wrong by uh, by again scoring that knockout when a lot of us were thinking either late like you know third fourth round ground and pound. Or decision this was an on the feet ko awesome highlight for him and the call out was so well done uh the assist uh hat tip to dc of course for uh, pointing him out to stipe that stipe was in the building of course this was in ohio uh and that was great too saying i respect you oh. but 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 i but i also have to beat you and it was it was in character but it was also – it was also, again, showed like a different side of him. It was, it was aggressive, which we like to see. It was someone who said, I, I'm not just waiting. I'm not waiting. I'm not happy with my spot. I'm not happy with just being this guy who who uh, gets, you know, again uh, wins over like, you know, guys like Chris Dacus and guys who aren't top seven, eight guys. I want to be in that top four discussion with Al Elgan and Francis Ngannou and weirdly uh, John Jones, I guess. <laughs> um, so he he did everything he could tonight, I think, to improve his position. How much did he improve it? That's another question. But I think indisputably he did improve his his uh his standing.
4: You know who we're not talking about? A, a heavyweight that won last weekend.
3: I mean, so that's the guy. He that would have been the guy I would I would have called out if I was Curtis Blades. Yeah, that would have I would have called out Tommy, Tommy Aspinall. Tommy Aspinall, Curtis Blades. Yeah, because that Curtis, guy. Curtis, there's yeah. <laughs> so much momentum behind Aspinall right now. Aspinall, like all the tie to Ivasa momentum. It's like Aspinall took a little bit of that. He's the you know he's he's the guy. Like he's the guy with the momentum. The ball's rolling downhill. It's snowballing. It's getting a little bit bigger. That's Tommy Aspinall right now. Would have been a brilliant move if he called out Tommy Aspinall. Tommy, don't be don't you be calling a don't you be going for these number one contenders or these interim title fights. Uh uh uh. Before you think about that, you got to go through me. You got to go through me. Shut up, DC. I'm not calling out Stipe. I'm calling out Tommy Aspinall. I would have a plus. I thought I actually I, I told Casey and he kind of agrees with me. True or false, Daniel Cormier kind of screwed Curtis Blades over tonight by doing the Steve A stuff. I think Curtis no, I handled don't. it well, but I think DC, I, I think DC kind of screwed him. I think DC kind of I don't
5: think so necessarily. I, I, I get the whole Tom Aspinall thing. Obviously, his name is White Hot right now, but I think most people would agree in the rankings. He's behind Blades. He has a lot to gain from taking Blades spot. Uh, blades certainly would gain from again, yeah, diffusing the sudden hot name at heavyweight, but Blades is ahead of him. I mean, Blades is more accomplished than than Aspinall. I don't know. I mean, Aspinall would should want that fight more than him. And if you're Blades, I think you know that. So if, if you're Blades, you're selling for nothing less than an interim title fight. Now it's an inf- interim title fight with Tom Aspinall. Fantastic, but y- you're not looking for anything less than that right now.
4: Yeah, that's I think that's what okay. i was trying to sell. So, just just as long, Blades is like I don't care who it is. Just as long as you weigh two hundred six pounds and up, you're fighting me for the belt. That's all that matters for. For Curtis Blades, I don't think oh. he should he, he shouldn't care. I, sh- I think he just doesn't care. Just as long as someone signs that contract, but whatever it is, I'm in that cage. I think that's all Blades has to do. And oh. coming into this fight, we weren't that conversation wasn't really there. But after that performance, I think I think there's I think there's a serious talk, serious conversation now.
3: True. Okay, one to ten. AK. One to ten. Chances Curtis Blades gets an interim title fight his next fight. <sighs> That he is when they book an interim title fight, Curtis Blades is in that fight. I'll go a hard seven. I'll go a hard seven. A seven? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well,
5: this is this is considering some of the names that are involved that are in the mix and how reliable they are. By the way, that is this is this is not like oh, if everyone's healthy, how good (laughs) healthy and not in jail, how how good are Curtis (laughs) Blades' chances? No, no, no. This is this is I mean, look, this is reading the tea leaves of these of some of these heavyweights who, let's be honest, have that we've names you just mentioned are not the most active. Fighters, for whatever reason. That includes Stipe. Obviously, that includes John Jones. Uh, Gone, Ga- Ga- I mean, would it be the other likely option, of course. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine going seven. I'm, I'm sure some would go higher.
3: Casey?
4: If this was a company that, in my opinion, paid its fighters fairly, then I would give it a good four. Sorry, four. But we've seen the UFC do BS interim title fights, and I think they're not gonna pay Steep at what he wants, and they're not gonna pay John Jones what he wants. So I think Blades versus whoever will make um, financial sense for the UFC. So actually, I'm gonna go for that four to a solid eight.
3: Before this fight, it was at a zero point zero 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 one. <laughs> it has jumped up quite a bit from there. Yeah, I give it a one point two.
4: Yeah, one point two. 2.
3: I'm sorry, man. It's just—it's not fair. It's not fair. If this is—if this was Bellator, Curtis Blades would be fighting for the undisputed heavyweight title. If this is Bellator, if we did things in a meritocratic way by the rankings, Curtis Blades would be fighting for the Bellator heavyweight title in his next fight. Unfortunately, it is not Bellator. It is the UFC. And even though he had a great win, Blades is just so far down the list. And it's not fair. Like not the rankings, just the way. Like, who do we want in this fight? Who do we want as a business in this fight? You know, it's Stipe and Jones. Let's just say one of them doesn't happen. It's tied to Ivasa. Like, no ifs, ands, or buts. It's tied to Ivasa. He's the guy. They're going to put him in that fight. If it's not tied, to, if another guy's out, they'll do Cyril Gone. If Cyril's gone, they'll do Tom Aspidal. Then, if Tom Aspidal can't make it, then Curtis Blades gets his shot. Like that's just that's just the position he's in right now, and it's probably not fair, but that's how the UFC is kind of looking at this right now. We're, Unless we're, it is just like a big money thing, and everyone just wants like zillions of dollars, and Blaze is like, yeah. I'll do it for, Whatever. for way less than that. Yeah,
4: we're kind of we're kind of saying the same thing, honestly, we're, because I'm uh, basically I'm saying Blaze is going to get it because he's probably the cheaper uh, the. The cheapest fighter, maybe, to get that spot, and that's that's the reason I'm saying it too, because I know I know the UFC obviously wants to put butts in seats and sell pay per views, especially for their heavyweight title fights. I just don't think they want to pay those other gentlemen what they want, so that's that's why I think Blades will get the shot. But so I I but I agree I I understand what you're saying, Mister Heck. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I,
3: get, he, yeah. I, I still yeah. I th- I mean, Stipe and Jones are the big the big contracts. Obviously, like those yeah. are the big ones. But even if. Let's just say everybody else gets the same amount of money. The other names. Blades is still like fourth or fifth on that list. I think so. Ty, it's Ty Tuivasa and Tommy Aspinall. Those are even Cyril gone. I think he could be ahead of Ty and, and Tommy Aspinall.
5: I don't think it's so clear cut that they're both. He had a tie? No way. He's ahead of both of them in the rankings. Oh, well, not, not Ty Tuivasa after the Derrick Lewis knockout, but.
3: Right. Who are fans more likely going to spend? be like, you know what, I have to spend 75 bucks on this pay per view? Yeah, but the I'm UFC isn't always great. Let's be honest, the
5: UFC isn't always great about listening to the fans here, right? It's 50 50. Sometimes the UFC is like, oh man, they did this amazing thing where they gave the fans what they want. And then, uh, and then half the time, it's like, what the hell? Why did this person get this title shot? Uh, and I don't think Blaze would fall in the what the hell category. He certainly got a strong enough case and resume to actually be, again, the number one contender to an interim or heavyweight title. Uh, again, this is a bit of, re- okay, we have some recency bias going, going on here with, with Tom Aspinall. That was super exciting. Uh, he was a god in London. Is that, how is that going to play in other markets? I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, if, if this if this title fight happened, you know, in Europe for some reason, yeah, Tom Aspinall it all the way. There's there's no question. I mean, that's, that's undisputed. He's he's number one. He rises above everybody. But I don't think it's so clear cut. Tui Vasa is a little bit of a stronger case, like you said. One, we're 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 kind of removed from that fight now, and I do think there's still a buzz there. And he knocked out, you know, MMA math. He knocked out Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis knocked out Curtis Blades. So, so th- in that sense, it isn't too advanced to fear, but I don't think it's so far ahead. I, I I do think there's a cluster of those three guys and I don't think like blades is that far behind.
3: If Curtis Blades, there's went an down. odd, no point on the line, by the way, odd, no points are on the line. Big time. If, Big if time. Curtis, yep. Yeah, if Curtis Blades is not in that title fight, AK hands an odd, no point to somebody Whoa. else. It's gone. Whoa. You lose it. You get it's the, gone.
5: Wait, so you, how, how many options, how many choices do you get? i get you, all you can't, it, i get all the it, others no, i'm just kidding <laughs> oh, I mean, well then i got two to one two to one though. i get two points uh, then, if i'm right okay yes that's if right. it's Otherwise, for my, i, I for said it's stipe phone.
3: jones or ty yeah. like that it's ty ties well, ties the guy one, if, I if get it's not points, ty right, I get all right if points, ty tuivasa is not in and curtis blades is in then you get i'll give you two auto points yeah, i want three points. i want three points
5: if you're getting the field Versus oh, your Curtis
3: confidence? All by himself. No, no, I, no I'm, I'm going, going saying, with Ty
5: Tuibasa. Just Ty. Oh, oh, you're saying just Ty? Oh, interesting. I'm saying just Ty. No, I'm not. saying Ty gets overplayed. We have to give but, our
4: points to Casey. <laughs> but tonight, was there <laughs> anything that Curtis Blades could have done better tonight as far as, like, the fact that we're talking about this. Like, if he went to one, how we thought he was going to win, we're not talking about this at all. We're talking, okay, he's in the same spot. Aspinall, you know, he'll get the next shot or Ty or whatever. The fact, I mean, to me, like, Curtis Blades, this is just, like, this is I don't know, I, it couldn't have gone better for him outside of the weird Stepe kind of call out but yeah. the, well forced call out no,
3: it was a good night for him. It yeah, was a no, good Yeah, saying. Him. I'm just saying Any it was other other fight so much better than, than I thought title. it could have gone. Yeah. I'm
4: just um, Yeah, it was a
3: great night for him. And he did a good job at the post fight stuff. DC made it a little weird. Yeah. Stepe <laughs> no selling it. it sucked. I mean, if Stepe just and we knew Stipe was going to no-sell. And DC knew Stipe was going to no-sell. it. He's been, I mean, he freaking was in a rivalry with this guy for three years. Of course he knew Stipe was going to no-sell. it. Like, he just kind of set <laughs> Curtis up to fail. Like, if Stipe, if Stipe was, like, did something, like, invoked some sort of emotion, he literally turned his back on Curtis Blades to take pictures with fans, like, while he was on camera. Like, it just... <laughs> It just ruined it. It's just like he would have been much better spot if, if DC didn't do that, but it doesn't matter. Neither doesn't here nor there.
4: Yeah. Good
3: win for Curtis Blades. We'll see what happens with Chris Dawkins. I know a lot of people are saying he should go down, he should go to the PI and go to 205. Nah,
5: it's
0: just... And I
3: made this point on Twitter Spaces. This is cherry. Like, this is cherry on top of the Sunday. Chris Dawkins, like, when he came into the UFC and fought Parker Porter. They brought both those guys in to make their UFC debuts, and they fought, and he knocked out Parker Porter. Did you think five fights later, or four, three, four fights later, he would be in back-to-back main events? Nobody thought that. This is great! Like, what a great run he has had! Tremendous run, way better than anybody could have expected. So, if he wants to say, if he wants to fight heavyweights and not have to lose forty pounds and cut all that weight, I mean, if he wants to do it, great. But if he doesn't, he can make a pretty darn good living just fighting heavyweights. Oh, stay at heavyweight, be winning a, fast a lot of those fights.
4: Yeah. Be be yeah. a fast heavyweight. Be the Yeah, don't don't go to two oh five, Mr. Dawkins. Stay at heavyweight, be a small heavyweight, fast hands, good on your feet, good takedown defense. You, you'll do fine. You you might not you know you I, might not be a title contender, but you're gonna make a damn good living.
5: I wouldn't completely rule it out a move. I mean, this is two really devastating knockout losses. Two two top five guys. Two top five guys. Yeah. But uh, it, if there's any chance that dropping down to two hundred five could somehow improve his durability, or at least increase his chances of not getting like smashed like this, um, maybe he's a much better fighter two hundred five. We don't know. He might be worse. We don't know. But I do think when you the, when you take two really really vicious like knockout losses like this, you at least have to be thinking about making some sort of changes. Um, if not, and, and divisions one of the easiest ones to do right so i agree he's he's overperformed at heavyweight like mike said uh he's he's been a nice run four straight knockouts to start off his uh ufc heavyweight run pretty fantastic but now there's this reality check and it's like it's not it's it's not that he's just losing if you're just like losing decisions or competitive fights you're like okay he's taking like serious serious damage and again it might be the same case like heavyweight it might not but i do think it's worth exploring if that might be a it's just a healthier option for him
4: uh, I saw the performance bonuses. I think the easiest option for Chris Daukaus is just to fight lesser competition. <laughs> just,
5: I, I mean, obviously, I think that's, I think that's
4: the easiest one to do.
5: But that's, that's a crapshoot with the UFC, right?
3: I mean, now I don't know, right? Yeah, this is the Arlovski fight. Like this is you fight, you put him against Andre Arlovski. That's that's the fight you make. I like that fight, right?
0: Yeah, yeah that's that's the one. That's the one.
2: That might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N 29.com.
3: We got performance bonuses. They awarded two. Who Who wants to guess? Wait, just the performance so far? Just the performance.
4: Uh, just performance. Actually, I will go. I know it's not going to be that way, but I'll go. I go Grosso and Blades. Top two fights. And then fight of the night. Um, obviously, Matt Brown and um, Bam Bam. Yeah. Yeah. Fight of night's got to be a
5: shoe in. Uh, but I'll go uh, Blades and Gutierrez.
4: Gutierrez. Rudy Gutierrez. And I'll the winner. The spinning knockout. Go for it. A.K. Lee. A.K. Lee gets it done. They hate submissions. So. The UFC I- hates submissions i mean that hey, was alexa a great grasso,
3: alexa grasso should have got a should have got a freaking bonus tonight I, no. I, 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 okay
4: sorry oh, the gutieras in seven years was, wait a minute
5: that's fine her first mention in seven years her first submission ever uh, but it wasn't like the prettiest submission let's be honest here the Gutierrez knockout was it was there. a
4: beautiful submission what are you talking about that was a beautiful. how it, submission. How it started how it started they just they just they, they smashed into each other and fell to the fence <laughs> <laughs> yeah she got she she switched dude that was a high technical
5: submission that was awesome submission no, no, that but, was like when it finally got to the ground it was great but the way it got there was really
4: MMA <laughs> no they, imi- they MMA'd it they, <laughs> how, well, how dare they mix the martial was, okay, keep the martial good, arts
5: apart it, I agree <laughs> he keeps the martial do you arts you remember that you remember how they got to the ground It's like smashed into each other and like, it was very, it was very awkward. It was not like a smooth like transition. It's not like she was Damian Maya taking the back there. It was like, they crashed on the ground first and then Grasso's a better grappler and she, and more athletic. She got the better, it was a good good submission. The Gutierrez finish was like one of the knockouts of the year. Are you going to, are you going to tell me that Grasso's submission was the submissions of the year? It was a, she didn't get touched in
4: the fight. She went out just no bruises. I, I highly applaud very technical submissions and that was a beautiful technical submission. The way she switched arms on it, it was great. It was it was I would have given it. T- no,
5: Goodyear I would have Was, was, yeah, was like, Gutierrez not deserved?
4: Gave, give, give Goodyear. Goodyear should
3: have got two. one. Yeah. Yeah, Goodyear should have gotten one. I, I think, I think Blake deserves it too. Everybody deserves it, AK. Okay? Everybody yeah. in London got bonuses. Really, That's why I can't everyone, everyone in Columbus get bonuses? This is way less. It's
5: so silly. It's so silly not to just give everyone bonuses. I don't understand. They gave
3: nine freaking bonuses last week. We got one, two. Three, four. We had four finishes on this car. We couldn't have given four performance bonuses and a fight of the night. Come on!
4: I wish they gave two fight of the nights because Bronson Askarov, car Askaroff Askarov, was a great, stupendous fight. fight too. That it's should so have good. been twenty-five minutes. Oh, so and good! It should have been twenty-five minutes. Yeah, that would have been really an amazing main yes. yes. event. great win for
3: Alex Grasso. By the way, great tremendous win. win. First submission ever. One.
5: First, she'd never seen yeah. that anyone before.
3: First submission. Ever. I mean, it's wild. <laughs> We'll see what happens with with the – I do want to talk – just real quick on Joanne Wood because, Mm. I mean, we've talked about quote-unquote falls from graces in MMA and in the UFC. Joanne, The story of Joanne Wood is an interesting one because this is a woman who had a title fight lined up with Valentina Shevchenko. Shevchenko gets injured. Wood could have waited like another two months and gotten her title fight. Instead, she said, no, I'm tired of waiting – I'm going to fight Jennifer Maya and then get submitted by Jennifer Maya. And it's just all been downhill since, man. Like this is just a crazy, crazy story. It's one of those ones that's going to fly under the radar and may not be like at the top of everyone's list, AK. But, I mean, this is – Joanne's like still game, like she's still out there, like doing the right things and wants to get in there and fight, man. But, I mean, to go from a title fight to – just taking a fight because you're you just didn't want to sit out any longer instead of waiting a couple extra months to fight for the belt, and now we're here. I mean, where does this one compare? She was winning the fight on the feet. I thought I don't know, Kate, I don't know,
5: Casey. You're probably a little better at judging this stuff than I am. I thought she was winning the fight on the feet. It wasn't like a Grosse? blowout, but I did think she. Uh, no, no, uh, uh, JoJo jo- jo- Wood.
4: You thought JoJo jo was, was was beating up
5: Grosso on the feet? I don't think she was beating her up, but I think she was winning. I didn't think she was I don't, I don't really
4: think I don't really think it went long enough, honestly, to, to give a fair assessment. I I, I
5: I was I would have I was scoring it on the feet for uh what is it happening. You're right, there wasn't a lot to score. Uh, it didn't it, it went to the ground a couple of times or, um before the finish, but mm-hmm. I, I do think that she looked good. And you know we all know it, her Muay Thai is fantastic and it, it always has been. Um, but you know if she's getting older, the division's getting younger. Pulling that trigger just. You know, it just gets a little more difficult. But I thought she, but I thought technically she looked fine. I don't know how it would have gone on the feet if it had gone three rounds. But I think she was kind of winning that first round. And then, again, it all just it all just went to hell for her. Um, yeah, she's in a very difficult situation. And, again, we keep harping on it. But, man, if they just paid fighters more, I feel like we'd be telling a very different uh, Joanne Woods story. Because, yeah, you're right. She took that fight because I don't think – like, you know, we say, oh, she was bored. She wants to stay active. She wants to stay active because she wants to get paid. I mean, I mean a girl's got to eat. That's just – that's life, right? I mean, I'm – Look, look at guys like Steve Miocic, who we mentioned earlier in the show, who's like, he's taken years off. Like, he just hasn't fought for 11, 12 months. Fortunately, I'm sure he'd like to be making more money, but he's in a position where, you know, he's a former champion. He's made enough cash he can afford to, to sit aside. A lot of fighters like Joan Wood, she's more representative of the rest of the roster. They can't afford that. So, it does suck. I, I, I'm sure fans are tired of hearing about JoJo's missed opportunities and all that and blah, blah, blah. But it really, it really is like one of those what-ifs, you know, that we're, we're going to think about for a long time. So, um I don't think she gets cut. I do think they keep her around because, like I said, I think she looked – I think she looked okay on the feet. The Tyler Santos fight was like a blowout that – I mean Tyler Santos is fighting for the title soon. Alexa Grasso, I thought she was doing well against and uh, I don't know. I think I think they still give her another I mean, I fight. I think this
4: as much as a blowout as the Santos fight. Getting knocked out and getting stubbed that easily I think is equally just as devastating.
5: But again, she yeah. was she was
4: doing well on the feet, and and again the takedown. I, I want to watch it again. I, watch, I don't watch I don't, the takedown again. The take I don't, any, take down, I
5: don't, it wasn't was, like, was, it wasn't. There, like, were,
4: there were two takedowns. There was one takedown when the first uh, one was Gra- Brian. I remember Grosso had that. No, no, yeah. uh, someone had a catch and she kind of pulled her down. And yeah, then, yeah, I didn't. I, I, didn't it, I didn't like the way. Actually, I did not like the way uh, JoJo looked on her back. The way she looked very yeah. content closing that guard. Sure. And to point, Grosso was like, "This is Grosso was this is boring.' I Grosso actually stood up like, let 'Let's just do this stand up.' You know, let's let's keep this standing. And I remember I, yep. actually I don't remember how it got to the ground the second time. You said Watching again, it, it really
5: is like yeah, it was like this really awkward stumble and and Grasso got the better of it. She got the better of the scramble. So credit to her, but it was a very awkward stumble. It wasn't like Grasso was like dominating with her wrestling and got like a single leg and just or body lock or something took her down. It wasn't like that at but all. That's a, but
4: that's but that's the sport, man. People tangle up and you, it you is, roll. but you you're asking me. You know? I know,
5: but that's not an indictment of
4: of, of Joanne Wood. I don't say I, though I, I would have I, actually I, 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 I kind of think it is. I think I think, uh, think I, that she's I just, think she's just she's a step behind on the ground now. And those scrambles, those transitions from striking to the ground, which is basically what MMA is, is the transitions um, from martial art to martial art. Grosso was just way faster and way cleaner in those transitions. Sure,
5: sure. Um, but I'm saying Jo-Jo specific
2: looks,
4: Yeah.
5: This specific exchange was very was very random. And I give credit to Grasso for taking advantage of it. But it was really just watch it again. What everyone, I think people seem to know what I'm talking about. It was it was a very awkward stumble uh, for both fighters. And then Grasso, you know, she got the better of it. Again, it's not luck. She got but the, the the it wasn't anything that made me think like, oh, Joanne Wood can't defend against takedowns. It was just like, oh shit, she Well,
4: it's not really the takedowns, down. but when she was on the ground, mm-hmm. JoJo just she, the, the first time she was on the ground, the way she just held guard like that, uh, that closed guard, I didn't mm-hmm. like I didn't like I didn't I just didn't like the way she looked on the ground. And obviously, when she got submitted, I didn't like. I mean, she made Grosso, Grosso, who I think is a very underrated grappler, she made Grosso look like, you know, Damian Maya type of grappler. Yeah. You know, that's, I'm not, but that's, I give all the credit to the, the Grosso, but JoJo, yeah, I like, I think we all like JoJo. She's a step behind. And I said I said in the Q and I, I, hate, I hated it saying it out loud, but I thought this fight was going to be I thought Gross won win by decision, but I thought it was going to be one way traffic, and hmm. you know it was even more one way traffic than you know than I even I thought. Unfortunately, for for Wood, <laughs> unfortunately, Joanne Wood will probably have a date with
3: Casey O'Neill next, no matter what mm-hmm. happens in Casey O'Neill's fight with Jessica I, because Wood according to the UFC rankings will drop to like number nine. Jessica I is number ten. There's a beef between O'Neal and Wood, and the UFC's going to try to make that fight happen and try to milk that for all it's worth as Casey tries to climb the division. Uh, Brian Barbarina, Matt Brown, what else can we say? Tremendous oh. fight. Matt Brown transported to oh, the hospital. Brian Barbarina spoke with the media after the fight, so look for that on YouTube a little bit later. Neil Magny, good win against Max Griffin. Bet the judges got it right. Split decision, Mark G. Casey, veteran Workman-like performance against (laughs) Borschev. Fight IQ to the nines. Well done. Good win for him. But we got to talk about Kaikar France versus Askar Askarov. Unanimous decision win. Tremendous fight. Really good fight. Listen, Barbarina Matt Brown is just a wild car wreck, and I loved it. But the mixing of the martial arts was on full display. KKF versus Askar Askarov. This is a KKF win, right? Like, this yeah. is no robbery. There, I mean, there yeah. are people on Twitter who thought this is an actual robbery because right, I said have... the judges got around. And people are like, What world do you live in? I'm like, <laughs> Are you kidding me? What friggin' fight did you watch? We like, have this Liam is Mahoney like, in the comments. Clear win for Askarov. Clear... How? How is that a clear win for Askarov? I'd love <laughs> to hear. I love. Is this Askarov's cousin? Like, that That I would understand. And I apologize. Liam, let but. us know. Liam, let us know.
4: Okay. I'm looking at MMA decisions and looks at uh-huh. there, there were five. No, four journalists that had mm-hmm. Askaroff, but about fifteen journalists had Car France. So I guess it was okay. I thought it was pretty clear Car France and we look up like it looks like about eighty percent had a Car France. So I guess Yeah. I mean, I mean, it was not Robbie France won that fight. We're gonna move on from that. <laughs> I think. I think.
5: No, it's pretty clear. Yeah. I, well, well, let's let's. You know, me. I'll, I'll play the
4: advocate here because I do do
5: the robbery reviews where I like to, you know, where I always look at kind of why something's being called a robbery. So, so two big ones. Uh, very dominant first round for Askarov with the grappling. So I saw some people saying was the first round a 8 and I'm like, no, he didn't do enough damage. He didn't do enough damage. He, great, a um, great grappling. He was in control. He threatened with submission. But I think, and I think people think a near submission is like oh. getting a near finish in that sense. But one, I don't think he was that close to finishing it, and two, you actually don't—you're actually not supposed to reward like a ten-eight uh, necessarily for a near submission.
4: So th- what I'm about not sure. The if three Ds, know that, the three Ds. You get two of the three yeah. Ds.
5: Dominance,
4: dominance, duration. Yeah. Actually, I had no—I would have no. sorry, I'm kind of jumping in. Sorry, I would hmm. have no issue calling that first round 10-8 for Askarov. Actually. Because I Not, thought, that that is a good point, yeah. So um, the I didn't score yeah. a ten eight, but I was actually expecting someone to kind of push the ten eight narrative on it, and yeah. I would actually I, I was yeah sorry.
5: I think they're putting a much heavier emphasis on damage now. Maybe they, I don't know if they should, but I mean, damage is supposed to be first, right? You're right, there's the 3Ds, but damage is supposed to be first. Uh, and he just didn't do He did doing some nice elbows too. It was really a dominant first round for Askarov. It just, for me, didn't quite hit that damage thing. Uh, so so I, I don't think you can call that a 10-9. I'm sure he thought it was Askarov and his team probably thought it was a 10-8. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you can't call 10 I'm sure his team thought that. Um, so, but but obviously, first round for Askarov. Obviously, second uh, round for Kai Car France. Now, the third one was competitive, and again, you had takedowns from Askarov, but he did even less with the takedowns in the third than he did in the first round. Mm-hmm. Kai landed so many of the big shots; he just did more damage. So, again, it, it, remember guys, damage is first. As much as as confusing as that can be sometimes, when you see a guy who's such a strong wrestler like Askarov controlling so much of the fight. He just needs to do more damage on the ground and stuff like that. So, but really, really difficult fight. Should have gone two more rounds, as everyone's been saying, um, but not a robbery at all. Uh, it, dam- damage won the day. It,
3: it, it was a car of France that did the damage. So. And he doubled him up in the third round in strikes. Mm-hmm. Significant strikes and strikes total.
4: Yeah, and doubled him up. What did Askarov do?
3: Oh, just about 23 to 12.
4: Why would Askarov get the third round? What,
5: what, what did we do we get? He, took, I, he did, I, the did the back the, again. He took the back again. He got like almost took the back. He got like a body triangle. It wasn't quite on the back, but, but there he was did no have. Again. Attempt
4: and he had, wait, I, no yeah, just,
5: attempt. Really? Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah. No damage on the ground from strikes. Yeah, I was. I was. No. No, nah, What's I? Didn't the, I, I, didn't I, see it.
3: I didn't understand the arguments. It made no sense. But it, like this is it was a clear third round for Kai. Me too. I and that. Kai, That's I the, the clearest round of the of the fight was the second for Kai. And Askarov won the first. Yeah, but guess what? You know what's crazy? Kaikar France still outstruck Askar Askaroff in that round. It was four to three, but he still outstruck him. So, I mean, that's it. It was it's like, this is not a robbery. This is not a discussion. Kaikar France won that fight. Askaroff's a good fighter, man. That's a tough, so that was a tough fight. But he got out of that first round, survived it, and you could tell Askaroff's getting a little frustrated in there. So, great performance from Kaigar France. Well done.
5: Awesome. I- that was the best Kai Car France we've seen in the UFC. I know people are gonna talk about the first round knockouts. That was the best version. He had to be the best version of himself to deal with Askarov. Askarov is, I said at the first round, I was really scared for Kai, but I also thought he would lose the first round. You know, when we were predicting the fight, but man, that guy is scary. So I don't know. We definitely haven't seen the last of Askarov and. Kai Kraft France, I don't
4: know. Uh, could get, could get the title shot. And, and, and a shout out to my prediction, picking KK, KKF for the decision victory. I remember Jed bit rolled his eyes like, pick. "What? That's a crazy <laughs> one." I was like, "And that's kind of how the fight. That's that's basically how I saw the fight. It'd be tough first round, but I felt Kai is just uh just he's actually just a, a really good athlete and just and he just was a uh, just a better just athlete in there. He was able to to once he you know stop the takedowns, Askarov slowed down a bit. The big weight cut is always going to hurt Askaroff. You no, know, it's just the first round, he's going to be freaking dangerous. But if you can get past that first round and you still have really high energy levels like um, Car France does, there's a strong chance of victory. But you have to get past that first round. It is going to be tough to get through that first round.
5: Uh, two things. First of all, Jed Mishu being wrong about something. I don't believe you. That's a shocker. <laughs> Uh, secondly, <laughs> uh, listen, we asked for Liam Mahoney's take on this. He said, uh, uh, in the comments, Askarov landed cleaner, harder shots in the third KKF was Go hitting good. air. Uh, I would watch that. Re- literally not running.
3: true. Yeah. That's, there's no, yeah. Way. You should probably <laughs> rewatch it. it Maybe look no at way. the stats, the, the
5: stats as well. Yeah. Cause even not the stats, we literally stats, doubled I, them up. stats, I test highlights. I don't know whichever metric KKF was landing. Some very, very hard punches in the third
4: round. Uh, Askarov wasn't like, it's not like a dead duck on the feet, but. He was no obstructed.
3: No. But he, so lost. he lost. He lost the fight.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And our own shoe um, scored at 29-28 for Mr. Car France. So there you go. And he's never and, wrong yes, And he <laughs> and he picked Asgroff. And he
3: did uh, yeah. he got the Kai Car France got the champion, Davis a eight of Figueroa's attention. Took to Twitter. I mean, I kinda would put this with the same sort of discre- discrepancy thing like I did with the Habib tweet about the <laughs> Colby situation. It, might have been davis of figueredo but there's a good chance that it was somebody else on behalf of davis of figueredo uh so congratulations you dirty kiwi Kaikar france you just punched your ticket with the god of war brandon moreno you just took the back seat you're 0 two against pantoja if you could beat him i'll give you the next title shot so he's trying to put moreno on the back burner unfortunately figgy doesn't really have that clout so he's still going to fight Brandon Moreno and Kaikor France will wait for the winner. Or if something were to happen to one of these gentlemen, we could slot him in there. We don't know when this fight's going to happen, by the way. I assume it's going to happen sometime in July. He, he should have used that Pantoja line on Moreno. He should have said, Moreno, you're 0-2
5: against uh, Alexander Pantoja. You should beat him for, for getting the fourth fight. <laughs> that line, works for, that line works, that works for both those guys. So <laughs> I, was, I was confused when I read that. I'm like, is he like it? Yeah, well, I, when you said it, was, I was, I didn't. Show, was it, is, is this Moreno saying this or figuring? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Sorry, he, sorry I'm sorry. I, wait, I misunderstood. Uh, Mike. Wait, he did say that to Moreno, right? The the Pantosia thing is from is from Moreno, right? Yeah, that's what Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I totally missed. It. Yeah, I I I've I, 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 one the comments feel free to roast me. I misunderstood. Yeah, sorry. He so he said he wants uh, a Kai Car France next. I. I don't think that happens, right, guys? I think there's money to be made in the no. tetralogy, yeah. right?
4: Yeah, oh, yeah. This is this is the opportunity. Th- there's never been a better opportunity to do a tetra Tetrisology. What's the word? I got to remember think, this word.
5: You can say Quadrilogy. I think quadrilogy is informally correct, right? You can say quadrilogy. Okay, well, yeah, I'm that's going fine quadrilogy, too. Whichever yeah. whichever you guys are comfortable with using, because we've been saying tetralogy in like headlines, and I always see comments like, "What's a tetralogy? Why you guys mean quadrilogy?" Right? It's yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. I guess. These are real words. <laughs> We're making up words regardless. All words. Really, all
4: words are made up. <laughs> no, uh, no, what would um, you rather see? What would you rather see, Casey? Oh, no. The the, the quad. Oh, okay. <laughs> the quadrilogy The fourth fight. <laughs> the, fourth fourth fight. fight.
3: <laughs> the fourth fight. Apparently, this is the... According to the UFC, this is... The UFC Columbus is the highest-grossing U.S. fight night in history.
4: And they're not paying... Extra money for these guys. They still get this thing, 50K. Oh. When, when like, they have 20 people showing up at the Apex Cards, they have a sold-out arena in Columbus, Ohio, and they, God dang. Hey, you don't make record profits if you give away money. That's all I got. Yeah. This is true. That's true. You're right, it
5: is, Look, I made the case for Gutierrez and Blades before, but, like, it is senseless that you don't give Alexa Grasso an extra, I mean, really more than 50,000, but if we're just going whatever, their bonus designation, that she does not get an extra 50,000. For the first yeah. submission victory of her career her first finish in eight almost eight years uh and, and like i said a, a pretty slick finish over a long time contender um i know she's coming off a submission loss but still i mean would joanne wood is a tough out i don't care um I don't is care a how tough time. Out. yeah yeah so, it is silly and what was the other there was another good finish um even kizaria was kind of a, like that wasn't a bad ah oh, man yeah it is silly give these people more money give them more money you broke box office records apparently <laughs>
4: Yeah,
3: yeah, they're, yeah! They're breaking records. Yeah, they're breaking freaking records. Jeez, all the records, yeah. all of them. All right, let's go to the peeps. Great, good, the good, night of fights. Let's go to the peeps. Yeah, let's go to the peeps.
4: All right, all right. Oops, oops. Wrong question. That's from Ness. Oh, what was that question? <laughs>
3: oh, I mean, oh, well, we lost. We're, we're, no, no, yeah. Okay. Right. Oh, sorry. Why are you doing that? My okay.
5: poll. Sorry, my poll. Uh, <laughs> What what I mean the poll in the chat. What did you think of Curtis Blades' Stop promo it. and, and <laughs> call out tonight? It's not that late. Come on. what did you think of Curtis Blades? Oh, we're not after dark. It's not a favorite view. <laughs> what did you think of What did you think of Curtis Blades' promo and call out tonight? I said uh, I gave the three options: hot fire, didn't do much for me, actually hurt his position, uh, pretty firm, uh, didn't do much for me, fifty percent. So kind of what we thought going in. Not a lot. Not a lot to me. Thirty-eight percent hot fire. So that's kind of nice, but 50% didn't do much for me. 11% actually hurt his position. So if you want to lump those together, you can say 62% kind of like, eh, didn't love, didn't love uh, what they heard from from Curtis Blades tonight. But I thought it was all right. I think 38% is a nice number for Hot Fire.
3: Tough. it's better than I thought it was going to be.
4: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This is just such a fantastic night for Mr. Blades. The fact that we're still talking about him and, like, yeah. is he past that? I don't know if he'll ever get over that boring fighter label, but he could be on his way. That's all.
3: Yeah. What's crazy about this whole situation is that he might be the best heavyweight in the world. He might be the best guy. He he might stylistically beat any of these guys. Like, this is a very good chance he beats all the names that are ahead of him. He beats all of them. Aspinall would be interesting. Like, if if, if Curtis Blades fought Tai Tuivasa, he'd be a minus 700 favorite against Tai Tuivasa easy mm-hmm. i mean just he's 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 as good as everybody in this division he got knocked out by Derek lewis which if you get hit by Derek lewis you get knocked out it's just mm-hmm. unless you're tied to Ivasa. but he's very good he's a very good fighter and in bellator he would be the freaking champion right now it's just he's just in a tough spot man timing's always been his worst enemy and it's not his fault at all
4: if Francis Ngannou didn't exist, he may be the UFC champion right now. You know, just with the time. You're very, you know? tr- very right. I mean, very right. Before we go to the questions, actually, sorry, can we talk about a fight that should have been on the, that could easily could have been on the main card? Miss Farouh and Maya. Yes. Yeah.
5: That. Yes, uh, Manon Fior, who I thought was going to win by knockout. Scott McCrate, by the way, is, is his, I know he's watching. He's <laughs> going to freak out now that you brought it. Thank you, Casey. He's sweating. Uh, has, he been, has, he, has he been DMing you? <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, huge, huge, huge Manon fan. He's right here. Uh, he's just, he's
4: like,
5: <laughs> first of all, I was a little... present. Uh, <laughs> Anik is the god of announcing and pronunciations. I'm okay. a little surprised that that the Commander team was going with uh, Manon Fior for her, for her name Fior? pronunciation. Fior. Now, one, I will say it is easier, definitely easier to say. And two, I do wonder... I don't know Anik to – he must have spoken to her team and just kind of run it by them. Like, is this okay? Like, you know, and they're probably just like, yeah, this is they're probably tired of people mispronouncing her last name. So they are just like, just go with Pior. It's fine. This is this is this is uh this is acceptable. We just don't want people tripping over it. But it is uh Fioro, People, if you can roll if you can roll your R's a little bit too, it'd be nice. But um yeah, we'll just go with Manon for simplicity's sake. She looked, she looks really good. I saw some people saying, like, uh, you know, that because she didn't get, the, okay, she didn't get to finish, I guess they were a little yeah. disappointed, but like Maya is a s- former title challenger, a super top, uh, top eight in her division. Um, I think this, I think this told us a lot about Menel, and uh she has a lot to work on for sure. has a lot to work on. She's not anywhere near the top, you know, again, uh, I would say maybe I don't, I wouldn't like her chances against Chukagian. I wouldn't like her chances against Jessica Andrade. And obviously I wouldn't like her chances against Valentina, but that's it. That's like, that's th- other than that. I think she's, On her way I do want to see
4: her again tested a couple more times I kind of disagree I kind of really I I wasn't I'm not in the Scott McRae you know leading the bandwagon for federal (laughs) federal but she impressed the heck out of me I I, I thought Maya was gonna win tonight I thought it was gonna be too much too soon for but she beat Maya with the same with the same dominance that Shevchenko beat Maya with, you know, oh. and I'm I'm playing little I'm doing a little MMA math, but um, as far as like comparing wins, but that was incredibly impressive to me. Um, yeah, it wasn't maybe the most exciting knockout finish, but I think knockout finishes are kind of a bit overrated as far as the quality of Manon has a fighter. I thought this this showed me a lot, and um, I was just highly impressed with the performance, and um, that's why I said such such a big night for new flyweight contenders, both male yes. and female. So that's, that's just like, and I, yeah, like, I wasn't sold on her before. I'm sold. Now, is she going to beat Valentina? No one's saying that. Is Grasso going to beat Valentina? No one's saying that. But but I think we have legit title contenders, though, coming up with, uh, yeah, with uh, Car France and the two women. And that's the fight you book,
3: right? Not to spoil on the next one, but that's the fight, right? Fiora versus Grasso, though. Like you think you have to do it.
4: That you're yeah, if you fight. can guarantee the winner fights for the title, if they just do that fight and without any sort of guarantee that the winner fights for the title, otherwise, no. Because Well,
3: I just hate, yeah. I mean, we do have to wait. We have to wait. We have to wait two months before we can even discuss this. Because if Misha Tate beats Lauren Murphy, then Misha Tate's fighting for the title. Oh, just for like yeah. the first chance they give her. Yeah. First chance they give her. But if Lauren Murphy wins that we do man and Fioro versus Alexa Grasso number one contender fight Yeah. and go from there. Yeah. I almost kind of hope that happens because I want to put off,
5: um, Valentina going, having to go up against the likes of like, uh, Manon and Aaron Blanchfield and Casey O'Neill. I wish we could hold that up. Like, I don't want any of those women fighting for the title before the end of this year. I know it's very possible. One of them does. I, I understand that. Um, even Alexa Grasso, I feel like it, well, she's got a lot of experience though. She's got a lot of high level experience. Grasso would probably be of, of all those na- of those names I just mentioned. The one I'm like, yeah, if she fought for the title by the end of the year, I wouldn't That's be surprised. Now. Yeah, she is. She's yeah. twenty. I, I, I kind of still view her as that young twenty year old in Invicta, right?
4: Yeah. Um, I was thinking that when I was wa- when I was watching her, I yeah. was I was talking. It's like, oh my god, I've <laughs> known her. To, I was at her first fight in Invicta. Yeah. We, we hung out and talked. She knew no English. I was like, I was talking to her, her and Papa Grasso, her dad, and everything. And um, it's just been a, a pleasure watching her kind of mature into this just awesome fighter she is now.
5: Yeah, her, her getting a title fight soon would make a lot of sense. Those other names I mentioned again, Blanchfield, O'Ne- that kind of Blanchfield O'Neal, uh Fiorillo cluster. I, I but the thing is, now that again, Fiorillo just beat Maya, um, and uh, Casey just got that win over Roxanne Modaferro, so that was a nice win. She might get Jessica I now. They're knocking off the vets. They're knocking off the yeah. former title challengers at some point there's really no choice but to throw them in there with Shevchenko when really I feel like all of them are like a year away, at least a year away from being even somewhat of a challenge. But Valentina <laughs> likes to fight. She likes to stay busy. She likes to, she likes to add those jewels to that belt. So there that's you go. What, yeah, that's, you, that's what Valentina you know.
4: Valentin is now getting to that little second crop of new, mm-hmm. new um, lady flyweights. And it's, it's awesome. I'm super excited about the, uh, the, the ladies flyweight division. Don't forget Miranda yeah. Maverick too. She's in and, yeah, amazing, there too. Miranda Maverick,
2: amazing. There's a lot
4: of super good talent who are chasing the queen right now. It's. I think, I think flyweight has been an overlooked division in MMA right now, and um, I think it's going to get very exciting. Ho- hopefully, the UFC gives it the proper push. That's all I hope.
3: But don't worry. Don't worry, AK. They will still have to wait a year. Yeah. Because Valentina, after she, if, if she beats Tyler Santos, she will be moving up to 135 to fight mm-hmm. for a second title before the year is over. So don't you worry. Uh, of, course. of course, of course. Don't you worry. <laughs> all right. By the way, Props to Brandon Moreno because this guy just gets it. This guy back? just gets it. No, he he said, he said, eh, Davis is outside on the contract. Hey, Kai, let's fight for an interim title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done, Assassin Baby. All right, let's well, go to the peeps. To the peeps. To the peeps. All right. What we
4: got here? Um, we got this question. We kind of talked about it, but just real quick since, oops, sorry, that's tiny.
3: What does Curtis blades game with that win heavyweight division is still a mess. Do we still think the UFC will try to do John versus Stipe for an interim title? Uh, I mean, I'll give my quick answers very little, which is unfortunate because he deserves better. Uh, Yes. Heavyweight division is still a mess. Do we still think the UFC will try to do John versus Stipe? Yes. I think they will try. That's the operative word here is try. Will they be successful? You're asking a lot, but they will they will certainly try. So, that's my thoughts. Uh yeah, no, I mean the exact wording of the question.
5: Of course they're going to they're going to do everything in their power to make that happen. It, 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 they gotta, they got to they got but they need to, to put, <laughs> they got to put a low jack on John Jones or something or they got to just or hire 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 private investigators to keep an eye on this guy. Uh a shot collar. I don't know what it's going to take, but we need to keep this guy from misbehaving and just from doing dumb stuff uh, because, of course, that's the fight they want. That's it's, it's such a sellable fight, even with Stipe not having fought for so long, John Jones not having fought for so long, just being in the headlines for all the wrong reasons. It, 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 I mean, they, they want that more than then almost Ngannou coming back, other than, of course, to make an Ngannou-Jones fight. But they would love a Stephen meo john Jones fight. The greatest heavyweight champion ever. The greatest light heavyweight champion ever. It's just so easy for them to throw on a poster. So, yeah, they're going to try. They're going to try their damnedest to
4: tie that much. UFC can make this fight tomorrow. They just got to pay for it. So that's all. It's just... It's, 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 if the UFC decides to cut back on their profit margins or whatever, this fight can happen tomorrow. It's just a money thing. That's all.
3: I think it'll happen. I think it'll get done i mean there's there's not a lot of there's not gonna be a like a ton of options for July. I mean Asanya will fight on one of those cards, and you have to think with Strickland Pajeda being booked for July thirtieth that Asanya Caniro will probably headline that card. That would make a lot of sense. so I mean now you're talking international Fight week. I don't know if Camaro will be ready for Leon that card i mean i don't know what you maybe connor's return i don't even know if july is even possible at this point i mean you have to think international fight week maybe try to make that fight the main event i don't know what the hell they're gonna do but i think i think it'll get done unless somebody gets injured or something happens behind the scenes that john makes another mistake or something which we hope doesn't happen but
4: other than that, I think they will make. I think they will get this done. As long as John isn't behind bars, I don't think there's enough mistakes he can make. As long as, as long as he's a is a free man and he gets paid right, I don't think the UFC has any issues with getting him yeah. in that case. I, th- I
3: think they'll get it done. I
4: think they'll get it done. like am Mr. Po- the king of Positivity. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, a go.
3: Uh, can, we, can we not do this question with the Buffalo Bills logo?
4: <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding. Just, <laughs> just joking.
3: Uh, KKF and Askarov deserve fight of the night. What did you think about the decision? I felt Askaroff may have done enough early in the third to tilt the decision his way. Askarov seems sluggish this fight, though. I mean, we talked about this already. Um, from a mixing of the martial arts standpoint, this was the best fight of the card. It's like no question about it. Matt Brown and Brian Barberino was just super fun and it just had everything you needed, right? Like you had two bloody veterans just literally giving their souls to everybody. Like, Map, both those guys are done and nothing left to offer. They left it all in that cage. Crowd went bananas. I mean, it was just everything. There's no way that wasn't going to be the fight of the night. Decision was the right decision. Yeah. Kai Kaur, France won. And Askar, I'm not going to say he seemed sluggish. I just think Kai was. Kai beat him. Like Kai just beat him.
4: Yeah. Uh yeah, Ashgarf he's 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 always gonna start really hot. Um but he has that big weight cut and I wouldn't say I wouldn't say sluggish either. He's just gonna he's just gonna slow down. And Kai is just a uh, r- just a very, very, you know, prime athlete and um he was just he can go hundred ten percent every round. So yeah.
5: Yeah, he Kai's I mean he you slow down when i mean he didn't do a lot of wrestling that's he gonna slow you a down lot too you he got got punched michael bisping always says that right he's like man nothing drains your cardio like getting hit right like because because <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of people who like bisping out worked and people like man that guy looks tired. Hi- like 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 uh, tired right. against bisping i'm like yeah because bisping punched him in the head I like 50 him, times yeah Um
4: <laughs> yeah. uh, but it is it did deserve fight of the night it deserve. Yeah. oh it deserves it deserves something Deserve some Askarov will be will be back. This uh, guy is he's, he's good, so he's good. super you know, good, man. Askar, I mean, Askarov is a really good fighter. <laughs> yep it's a title really good fighter. Still,
5: his title window is still very open. Let's put it that way. It's just it was just Kankara's yep. night. Kankara France's night.
3: Uh what did you think of Manafiro's call to Kaylin Chikagan? For those who don't know, Kaylin Chikagan fight a manahebas May 14th at 125. Um what do you what did you think of the call at AK
5: I mean it's the right name, it's the right name. She she clearly believes she's only one away. Chukagian is the gatekeeper at 125, and so if you beat Chukagian, you get a title shot. This is pretty much a lock, right? And also, it'd be a hell of a like. I think that's a hell of a tough thing to do, right? So, uh, like I said, I said some questions were answered in her win over Maya. Some were raised. This would answer even more questions if she could, especially if she could win. I mean, if she knocked out Chikagian, great, but kind of like uh, Casey said before, like, man, you'd learn a lot more from her going three rounds mm-hmm. to Chikagian than you would if she, like, kind of caught her with some bomb in the, in the first round. I'm, though I'm sure if she'd love that, and all her fans would love that as well. Uh, so I don't mind it. Now, this fight is, isn't is until as uh, – thank you, Joseph Beaux, May 14th. So there's a – we're a bit of ways from there. If you're Matt Nonfero, you're definitely staying in shape. If something should happen to Chikagian or Hibas, you jump right in there. That's a – that's a, either one of those is a great fight for her to take, and it wouldn't shock me at all if, uh, again, something – fingers crossed one of those fighters wasn't able to make it to uh the may 14th card
4: and uh and man stepped in is it is he going up in 20 going up to 25 is she leaving in weight? just for this fight oh just for that fight okay
3: she's supposed to fight she's supposed to fight michelle watterson she was booked against her a couple of times uh, yeah. oh okay It's she, she she
4: and coming in at late notice well, not late in this, I guess. Is she, is she, or kind of, not really. it's Just a fight, yeah. Okay, I got you. There's
3: just two women, two women who need needed fights, and yeah. they're just like, okay, we'll just fight. We'll, we'll we'll just fight.
4: And Kagan's probably never getting another title shot, so she's just, you
3: know, <laughs> um, maybe an interim title fight sometime. Who knows? Who knows? I, who knows? Feel, I have a feeling we're going to get like 14 interim title fights in the next year. Oh, Mike, I'll say that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
4: I All hope right, Bellator does interim title fights on both sides of the brackets. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Don't I'm going to bring up Bellator's title fights. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Poor Josh Hill. I feel so bad for Josh Hill. All right. Um, uh, another one for Mr. Boza.
3: So Chris Dock is good on a light heavyweight. I think this fight told us he is screwed against the best heavyweights. I think we knew that anyways, though. Again, here's the thing with Chris Dock all of this stuff, this is cherry on top of the Sunday. No one expected this to happen. Did you think we'd see Christakis in a main event ever? Ak, did you think? Can, I, can I
5: just say though? I think getting getting badly concussed in backdoor fights is not a cherry. I I, I know what you're sure. saying. I, it, I know what you're saying, but I do think calling it a cherry is a bit. I, I don't know. it Doesn't quite reflect what happened to Christakis in the last two fights. And again, as far as we know, he's probably not getting paid that much more for fighting in the main event, if if at all so i don't know how much he really did gain from you know getting thrown into these into these top 10 matchups uh i I know what you mean if he had won fantastic right like i said no one thought he would make it this far but i don't know about jerry i i I think that there's there's changes that have to be made in his career now and uh he doesn't there's no way he regrets taking either of these fights uh but i don't think he's going to look back on these experiences fondly
3: yeah, I don't. I just don't know if he. I, I don't like the light heavyweight idea. unless, like, Chris Dawkins wakes up in the morning and there's a picture of a UFC title hanging on his wall, and he just stares at it, and he's like, I need this in my life. My career is unfulfilled if I don't win a title. Then you, you just take a year off and you just figure out a way to get to 205. If you really want to be a champion, if you want to just fight and make money and not kill yourself to, like, get down to a weight and just sort of enjoy the in-between time, still work hard, but not have to cut 50 pounds, you stay at heavyweight. There's still and, fun fights for him there and fights he can win. And he's only lost
4: to top five heavyweights. One of his, one of his is yes. the sixth best, sixth best, sixth best heavyweight <laughs> in the world. That's, that's a wonderful accomplishment. If you're the sixth best at whatever you do, for your occupation, you've done a great. You're doing great. So I just, yeah, I, he's not losing to, rando, you know, with those guys. You know, he's he's losing the best, and yeah, because Dawkins isn't re, isn't ready for that. He's not an elite heavyweight. We made, the UFC was trying to push it. Gave him gave him two chances at main events. You know, it went bad for him. You know, there you go. Take a break and um, come back and you know, Andre Arlovski, see where you're at. Um, That's I like cool. that
5: matchup. But I'm also all-in on light heavyweight Chris Dawkus. Chris, if, you, let me this away, if you're even thinking about this change, I encourage it.
3: All right. Um, <laughs> we Sorry care about, about your well-being, Chris. <laughs> uh, was Brown Barberina's decision fair, in your opinion? It wasn't a robbery, but Brown looked good for the better part of the third round. Maybe not the end of it, but could have done enough to steal it. So, <sighs> was this a robbery? I mean, is this even- is even... It- uh, his takedowns. I mean, robbery is such a big word, but his, his take, how didn't. did you score that guy? I definitely had a
5: 28, 29, 28 Barbarina. Um, the flurry at the end obviously was huge. I think that was the biggest moment of the third round. Uh, other than that, the striking was, I don't know if it was that even, I do think Barbarina actually was getting the better of the striking him in the third. I think people are looking at the takedowns and, uh, Brown did get a few punches off while Brett would, while Barbarina was getting up. So it's not like he didn't do any damage after getting takedowns, but not enough, I think, to overcome what Barbarina did in the other parts of the round and especially at the end when he really, really, I don't want to say came close to finishing, but he, he was putting it on him. So I, I thought the judges did a really, really great job because I, I did see comments saying like, oh, Brown had the takedowns, you know, and I'm like, yeah, but he just didn't do take enough Takedowns don't them. mean uh, anything unless you they're, they're, get some
4: sort of dominant position or submission yeah. or do damage. Again. They mean zero. It's just a change Again. of position. Yeah. It's simply just yeah. a change of position. They mean nothing. Yeah. Mean the nothing. punches
5: he the punches he landed while Barbarina was getting up from the takedowns were more important than the takedowns themselves. So yeah. if there had been more of that, maybe it's a Brown round. But again, really close fight. I, I, again, I don't think it's like if Brown had won, I don't think it would have been the worst decision ever. But I'm pretty strong. I feel pretty confident that Barbarina won that one. Um, again, we said we're telling the same story with the Kai France thing. Though, though uh, dom- uh grappling was much more dominant than Matt Brown's was, I think. But same idea: who did more damage? I think this was again Barbarina took that third round. Just one, again, it, it's not. It's not that the last thirty seconds override everything else. It's that plus maybe again how ineffective the takedowns were, and plus other work Barbarina did in that round. So, yeah, it, not a robbery at all. Yeah, yeah, and no, hey, maybe. hey, crowd that crowd that booed him. Ooh, yeah, boo you crowd. Sound boo that Get crowd. Get
4: stuffed.
5: Get stuffed. <laughs> Stuff you people. All right, this, these man. I understand it's a home crowd. We people love fans love Matt Brown. He's from Ohio, so they really love Matt Brown there. But man, don't boo Brian Barbarina after something like that. That was a really great fight. I mean, that's exactly what people pay their money for. So you're supporting your boy, I understand, but you don't got to crap on somebody else. So like that yeah. and it, it really went too. It wasn't even like they just booed him right after, and then like, oh, he started talking. And they stopped. They were like booing him throughout his post fight interview. And I'm like, get
4: Yeah. Ohio, get it together, man. <laughs> Come on. Don't be like yeah. that. Sore loser. Yeah. That was a great yeah. fight. Great, great fight. Barberina won that fight, though.
3: Yeah, if the, I mean, listen, if if this fight took place in Lincoln, Nebraska, we'd all be talking about what a fight it was, and Brian Barberina won it. Yeah, we're just—it's location and the crowd, and it just, it does things to us. It happens from time to time, but Barberina won that fight. The third round, clear. Let's just go look at the numbers. Clear, Barberina win fifty-three to thirty-five significant strikes for Brian Barberina. Matt Brown was badly hurt in that third round. Very close to stopping. There's another 30 seconds. Brian Barbarino would have knocked Matt Brown out. So yeah, win from Brian Barbarino. Good, f- great fight though. Great fight. Last fight on Barbarino's contract too. He revealed oh, to the media right. after. So Easy. we'll see what happens. Oh, so that could have been his last fight. Oh, it, it, he, he, he said, said he it, mentioned
5: the R word, right?
3: He, he he said in the post-fight interview or the the scrum afterwards. Last fight in his deal. The UFC wants me back. I'll come back if they decide. Nah, don't want you back. Then I'll retire. I'll retire and work at the farm. Hmm. It's the kind of guy. I
5: he believe. Is. I believe him too. Yeah,
3: exactly. I believe him. 100%. Such a Brian
5: Barberino thing to say. Uh, Casey, you see the question from John Guy? Because I was actually just about to mention this because I think Mike might have mentioned it when he was running, like, kind of in, in passing as we were running down the main card results. Yeah, this totally like. We talk about a card flying under the radar. How about a momentous like milestone flying under the radar? Uh, <laughs> may, uh, uh, I'm sorry, people who, who are listening to this. John Guy asking thought on Magny. Uh, he didn't beat GSP's record. He tied. He tied the record for most UFC welterweight victories at 19.
4: He's gonna beat uh, it may, at some point. He'll beat the record. Probably.
5: Yeah. I, I'd be very unlikely because he again he's in that range of guys where he's not necessarily always fighting you know top seven or eight people. He just fight. He fights. Sometimes he goes up. Fights top seven or eight. And sometimes he's fights in that mid-range where he is just the class of that mid-range, I feel. He's been in the top 15, around the top 10 for the last, like, three years. Like, he's just a great, really consistent fighter. Um, his performance against Max Griffin was classic Magny. I mean, Max Griffin looked awesome in the first round. And then, like, Magny just finds a way. Well, he, he doesn't stop. I mean, he fights as hard as he does in the third as he does in the first. Uh, and just finds a way to win. So it was great. Um, yeah, but this is, this is what you have to do to, to reach 19 wins. You either have to have this dominant run like GSP... Are you hang around and it's not like he's a 500 fighter i think he's 19 and 7 in the ufc i want to say after night nine, 19, 19 7 19 7 8 so he's well above 500 he's clearly an elite welterweight um i get it for some reason neil magny has never you know made scintillating headline material i get that but uh boy that's uh that's if you want to call it a sign of longevity or or just being stubborn or just sticking around long enough there it is, uh, but officially tied with GSP. And I think it'll be a bigger deal if, if he breaks it. I will say, I think if he hits 20, it's a nice round number, surpasses GSP. I think you'll, the UFC and everyone else will be a, a lot more uh, aware of, of when
3: this happens. All
4: right.
3: Uh, congrats, Neil. Well done.
0: Congrats. Well done. Real, Amazing. Real
4: quick, because the, uh, the Idaho skatesman really wants us to talk about this. So real quick, <laughs> I got to give the man.
3: <laughs> what did you think of 1X this morning? Who watched 1X this morning? I didn't watch. It, I didn't so. watch it live. I didn't watch it live. I watched the D- awesome. I watched the DJ Rotang fight. That's all I watched, and it was fun. Uh,
5: I'll say it was a. From what I saw, it was a spectacular mixing of the martial arts. Um, mm-hmm. There was kickboxing, there was grappling. Uh, Jen Mashu is number one uh, middleweight ranked fighter. Uh, Rainier Derider had a grappling match, and uh, I, I don't know if he won or went to a draw or something. But I know it's I know. As a draw, which essentially, which for him is like a win. I mean, considering, a, you know, that's, that's, he's a great grappler, but it was like a straight jujitsu competition. Uh, very cool of DJ. I don't know if this affects our rankings for him, guys, because it was great to see him in action. Obviously, it wasn't an actual MMA fight. He fought uh, Rod Tang and he won. Uh, he choked him out. He, he, he did, you know, he's one of the most well rounded fighters in, in MMA history. So he, he managed the uh, Muay Thai round and then took over in the uh, the MMA round and choked him out. So that's
4: fantastic. Sexyama. Knocking out Shinya Yuki, I, that's, mm. that's great. That's great. Listen. That was a mean yeah. knockout, too. Knees on the ground and everything. Right Ooh, that was mean. I saw the, I saw the clip. Man. I didn't see the whole fight, but that looked, that looked pretty mean. I said this in the Slack.
5: 40-plus fighters. That's where it's at. That's where it's at. All right. Sarah McMahon. Sexy Yama. Oh, Sarah, almost... yeah. Sarah McMahon, yeah. 40-year-old McMahon. would have had it tonight. Matt Brown, I mean, he didn't win, but what a performance. And, of course. Oh, wrong. There we go. Irony e. Casey Lydon. Defeated epitome, so listen. I think a would have gotten it tonight, too. I think a finally would have gotten win number 60 if, uh, unfortunately, Alina TP some Olenek sort of non COVID related, yeah. So, hey, 40 plus that's that's one to start your MMA career, man. I mean, did Sarah, is Sarah, uh, McMahon
4: is that is she the oldest woman to have a UFC victory? I think Marion Renault, I believe, I, I think Renault, Renault lost those fights, though. I think she, she had one
5: think she did get a win in there somewhere okay if i'm not mistaken uh yeah because she's 44 now Ooh, she oh, beat yeah. sarah mcmahon i gotta do some math you're to make me do some math now casey i don't know she <laughs> yeah. was she was probably around the same age as sarah mcmahon is now when she yeah, beat.
2: Okay. what's
3: michael carroll saying hour. you'd think yeah. he'd he'd have that stat oh mjc like all right oh wow i'll look we'll it
2: up
4: i'll
3: look it up I'll are we got done
4: we've got, we got an hour 10 on this wonderful fight night. yeah party. we're done Wait, wait, hold on, hold on! Oh, here we go! Here we go! Let's do this for right. let's, let's do the, for the hometown guys.
3: Oh, H. No, the
4: boo- the booing. Oh yeah, I don't know. Yes. I don't that's know how proof. you spell Ohio, okay. by the way.
5: Uh, oh, uh, the, uh, the last poll result, guys. The last poll result. Uh, oh. What flyweight boosted their stock the most tonight? Kai Car France, big lead, sixty-nine percent. I mean, that's not a surprise. But Grasso, mm-hmm. right behind, twenty. Uh, not right behind, but a respectable twenty-four percent. And then uh, Manel Firo 4%. Mateus Nicolaou, 2%. I know a lot of people weren't thrilled with that first round with uh, Nicolaou and Dvorak. N- Nicolaou, I think, is a little bit unforced in the Arnold Allen range right now where, like, he needs a finish or something. Because we know so he's good. He was so low on the card, too. He was so low on the card. It turned out actually a decent fight, actually, in rounds two and three, but not super memorable. Uh, but took out a guy in a 16-fight win streak. Like, I think Nicolau was. I, I mean, people know I'm a huge fan of his, so I, I've been on that train for a while. I think he fights for a title someday, but this isn't the kind of performance that I think is gonna have people um, you know, knocking down the doors trying to trying to get one
3: for him. Yeah. That unfortunately was the letdown of the card. Yeah. Sad. I was looking so much forward to that fight. That first round was so bad. Uh, so no OHIO champ for AK, but no UFC next week. But the weekend the week after that, they're in Jacksonville, Florida. I will be in Jacksonville, Florida. Ooh. Jose Youngs will be in Jacksonville, Florida. And we know what that means all week long, AK. What are we going to say all week long? We're going to be a shout out to Duval! Duval! (laughs) (laughs) We're out of here. For the undefeated Casey Leiden, the Prince of Positivity, AK Lee. AK and I back tomorrow for On to the Next One Matchmaking. I am Mike Heck. Good night, everybody.